Hey, welcome to the Monkey House Primates. So, thanks so much. I've asked around here to quickly uh, let you all know that we're in Sydney. We're about to be in Brisbane. So uh, very quick stop in Sydney. We're just here for a few nights. So come and see us. And then what are we doing? We're going up to Brisbane. We're going to do a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart at Good Chat. And we're also doing a couple of Dryer Dryers, our comedy festival show. It's the last run of the whole tour. So come on down, Brisbane. That's right. And in Sydney, we're at the Manning Bar and at the Chippo for the Who Knew It. Really pumped up. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, now on with the show. Ook, ook. What is that what the monkey say? Yeah, ooga cha cha. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates and popular culture from chimpanzee all the way down to chimpanzee. I'm joined, as always, by the official second banana of the show. He's the host of the gaming, game, gaming game show, <laughs> Evan Munro-Smith. Welcome. Thank you. It's called Gamey Gamey Game. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> An interesting You've been take. on it a few times. Yeah. 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 Don't understand your point there, but uh, <laughs> this week on the show, joining us back in the Monkey House from Sans Pants Radio, it's Cass Page and Jackson Bailey. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us back. Now, yes, it's so good to have you back. It's so good. You're to becoming be here. regular. Yeah, I know. Oh, mm. it feels good. We're becoming the norm to this cheers. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> Our names. Your names, yes. Your na- yeah, well, okay. If I said your names, I would have been... Yeah, is that what think... people say? Is that what people mean when they say, like, it's becoming the norm? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Not normal. Got nothing to do with that. They're referring to the Ted Danson vehicle Cheers. Wow, yeah. bold claim that Cheers is a Ted Danson vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's not true. He's, um... So Norm from Cheers, mm. his, that's what a lot of people don't know, that his name is short for normal. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. Normal <laughs> Peterson. Yeah. So fun fact, uh. early. <laughs> Evan's favourite uh, favorite kind of primate, mm. listeners will know, is the human in particular. Sure. Andy from a Toy Story. A bold and brave choice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Important. I got in early with that one. <laughs> you did. Now, but you, you two are amateur primatologists. Yeah. And um, I just think you'd be in a great position to convince Evan that there's better options out there. Do you have a, another option of primate? Well, oh, okay, so human's good. But yes. what if you could go... I agree. Oh, that is a smart. Get in on good <laughs> yeah. side. Human's good. We can agree on that. But yeah. what about human plus i.e. Bigfoot, the Sasquatch, the North American wood ape? That's like a human but stronger, hairier, and more isolated. Yeah, is, but is he dumber? Ah, uh, he's managed to evade capture for That's this, true. this whole time. Is uh, 
does Sasquatch talk? Uh, they uh, knock on wood to communicate. Really? They're yeah. very su- superstitious. A, w- a wood knock, yeah. <laughs> Every time. Is there like a system <laughs> of knocks that's like... Well, it's apparently a thing that if you want to go and hunt for Bigfoots, you go into somewhere in the Pacific Northwest and you whack a stick against a tree and you'll hear somewhere else in the woods someone, <laughs> a Bigfoot whacking a stick against a tree. It's called wood knocking. You can yeah, YouTube right. it. Is it's it just an echo? Not... Or... <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's most likely another person who has also come to search for Bigfoot. <laughs> oh my god! So many Bigfoot in these woods. Ah, oh, that's, that's kind of sweet. You're in the in the Bigfoot echo chamber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's pre- that's a great suggestion. Well, Evan. Bigfoot, come on. Uh, I'm unswayed. Too much hair. Uh, Too much hair. Yeah. Okay. What if one shaved for society? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a shaved Bigfoot. Maybe. Uh, oh, that's exciting. Bigfoot at this stage almost seems like a choice because the people who go out and try to find Bigfoot, they do the knocks, they try and call Bigfoot over, yeah. and they, they, then they use mating calls. And the Bigfoot are just like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> They're like, no, nah, oh, I haven't shaved. <laughs> Does he have especially big feet or is he just big g- generally? Tip, well, I, the feet, are, I guess, aren't big proportionally to Bigfoot. Right. He's... They're in proportion, but they're bigger than my feet. Great. Or, or a basic human. But he could be thing. big hand. Yeah, big he head. could have been. You could listen to an episode of Do Go On where I discuss the history of, of Bigfoot. I think oh. it comes because a lot of the early proof of Bigfoot was the footprints. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if he walked on his hands, he'd be known as hand, <laughs> hand foot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Confusing, but that's the system they use. <laughs> How about you, Cass? You got a suggestion? Yeah, well, look, mine used to be. The uh, it used to be the pygmy macat no. marmoset. Pygmy marmoset. My yeah. favorite ape used to be the pygmy marmoset. You can see now that it has left my heart as it has left my brain. <laughs> yep. It used to be one that you could have on your finger. Very adorable. I have returned yeah. to the Japanese macaque. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Those are the monkeys that go into the springs and relax. Mm. Oh, you have yes. Never, not on a human, no, no other animal can you see such a calm come across a creature's face. <laughs> When it ducks into the water. And then there's that beautiful, famous photo set of the Japanese macaque looking at a phone in the hot springs, exclusively taken one, <laughs> and then rubbing its rubbing its eyebrows like it's received some stressful news. That's great. I think we see ourselves truly as humans in the Japanese macaque. <laughs> They, You're not wrong. The photos are some of the best photos of them relaxing in that. Yeah, I mean, there aren't many uh, species that just relax like a human. That's can. true. Yeah. Yeah. Dolphins uh, bone for fun like yeah. humans. Mm. Macaques relax. Yeah. And the rest are just like so humans. high strung. Mm. Most, most, yeah, most apes. Most apes seem primates. stressed. You're right. Yeah. Mm. These ones figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, and they only figured it out in recent times. It's a relatively recent really? thing. Yeah, they, really? They discovered the hot springs. Yeah. That's cool. And they've already got a system where they exclude most of the other macaques. <laughs> Oh, like it, only yeah. certain bloodlines are allowed in the hot springs. Oh my god! So you, there's photos. Yeah. Of... Cut off the toxic people in your life. <laughs> well, I think they're more like it's the more like the poor people in your life. Right. Okay, that's uh, that's tragically very human. Yeah, <laughs> I hate so them good. now. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's, I don't, obviously they don't have money, but I, I feel like that's what they're doing. They're like yeah. we're the royal bloods. Mm, we're absolutely. the purebred king ape. As yeah. it were. Is there a split? Like what which who gets uh, excluded? Or is it just whoever It's just a family thing and that and then some will protect the area. They'll basically doorman. 
Surely right. there are enough Bounces. hot springs for every Japanese. Yeah, it does. Mechanic. There's so much room in there. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> so human to be like, actually, <laughs> sorry. Um, what about if you guard so no one else can come in? Like you're still part of it, but you're not part of it. Yeah, and maybe there's like a mild implication that eventually, when we're done, you yeah. can have the hot spring. But they're never gonna get it. Yeah, I reckon that's probably what they're thinking there. Yeah, I'll do. I'm in with them, just doing a little bit of work. But, uh, I'm just guarding because I like them so much. Like we're just, it's like a friendly thing. Yeah. And then when they're done, I'll get in the hot spring. They'd let me in if I wanted to go in, but I don't even want to go in. I just want to guard. The other macaques looking in, like some of them are like, I I think it's stupid that they're guarding. I think they're never going to get in. It's dumb. And then they go home at night and they're like, I totally take the job. <laughs> I'd guard. If they offered me to guard, I'd take it in a heartbeat. I would kill the other macaques. I know him. I'd, I'd do it. Evan, is that is that convincing enough? Look, I don't the know. Humans have hot springs too. It's true. Um, but these are also uh, the highest in terms of um, northernmost. Mm-hmm. I'm saying all these words weird. They're the most northern <laughs> Most northern, not highest primates. altitude, but no, no, most, most northern, northern mm. I believe. Okay. Is that exciting? Is that, <laughs> is that, is that something you like? Is more they've, north better? They've been further north than you have, yeah. Evan. Yeah, You've got to on. give them that. <laughs> Think about That's that. true. I, I haven't been very north. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they've got that on you. Uh, so. <laughs> I think the northest I've been is North America. Yeah. Don't well. you want to be like these pure bloodline <laughs> macaques? Mm. <laughs> but like, but generally humans have been pretty north, right? Yes, that's humans true. have been further north. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Santa Claus is up there. Yeah, yeah that's fairly is north. Is he a human? I thought he was some uh, sort of a magical. Is he a elf pixie man. or something? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think so. Where's the theories about him being an alien? Yeah, oh, I need those. That's true. <laughs> right. I like to think Santa's this. like an elf that ate the royal jelly. You know, like a queen bee. <laughs> yeah, and right. He just Sits there, voluminous and huge, <laughs> popping out elves from his little bee genitals. Growing wings. Yeah. Yeah, that's And that's cool. why the elves help. They're like, one day, <laughs> everyone's on the outside looking in. Protect the queen is something they might say. That's true. <laughs> that's so the queen week, Santa Claus. This week we're going to talk about an episode of the original Scooby-Doo series, which was Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Mm-hmm. from 1969, The Summer of Love. And it was suggested <laughs> by listener and Patreon, Devin Bruns from Iowa. And the episode is called Never Ape an Ape Man. Great advice, first of all. <laughs> Fantastic advice. And that's straight off the top. So um, I thought maybe for those unfamiliar with the show, we could play the opening theme. Jackson, I know you're a big fan. I would love it if we played the opening. Because you've been singing it anyway. So. I have. <laughs> so here is what it sounds like for those who don't know. That second one was me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What is that noise? This noise at the start is bats. Yeah, well, it's it was just like a weird sound and then bats, but it's combined. So it's... it's like a car starting or something. <laughs> is it the van? The mystery machine? Is that what it's called? Yes, maybe. I don't know. Oh, Shag's in a bath. <gasps> Thelma's gasping. Their skulls. Jeez, it goes on. It is long. Yeah, I'm for a twenty-minute show. Yeah. Yeah, like two minutes of it is the opening. It's great. 
It's so good. I miss cartoons that have long openings like this. I miss cartoons that weren't about anything, like Scooby-Doo. This means nothing, you know? Yeah. This is a wafer of a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rules. It's such a thin idea. So that's, what a fantastic introduction. And there's a little bit of an ad for... <laughs> Car. <laughs> a, more specifically, a car. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's weird that they're just selling the one. <laughs> Can I ask first up? Because mm-hmm. I don't. I remember this from my childhood, but I don't know much about Scooby Doo generally. What? So this is the first TV series of Scooby Doo. Yes. This is Scooby Doo. Where are you? Nineteen sixty nine. Is it? Sixty nine. Is this episode oh, really? Is this episode seven? seven? Lucky yeah. seven. Yeah. <laughs> and is this what? Is this where Scooby Doo came from, or was it a book the, yeah, first, or was is, it something this else? Is, this is Scooby Doo. This is original Scooby Doo. This is the beginning. Yeah. This wow. Is how it began, and it was, um, it was a, an originally it was a rejected idea. Um, <laughs> I can see why. <laughs> CBS. Uh, execs thought it was too scary for kids. Oh, it was, it was pitched as a Saturday morning cartoon, which yep. is what it ended up being. That's the least scary time, though. They were smart <laughs> to pitch it at that time <laughs> yeah, of day. Yeah, uh, and they they had to, they renamed it. Apparently, the name Scooby Doo. Do you know much of this, Jackson? Uh, I've no, been bit, reading that yeah. today. Apparently, um, flying in for the meeting, um, what the guy pitching it. Uh, was listening to Frank Sinatra, and in a song he does a bit of scatting. Yeah, yeah. And that's where Scooby, the name came from. (laughs) So to soften it from a scary now, I think it was initially anal warts or something. (laughs) (laughs) Beast mode the fuck dog. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I wonder what the original name was. Uh, Let me see if I can figure that out. But uh, Well, maybe let's talk about the... uh, I'll I'll give you the IMDb description of this episode, then I'll find that as you guys are talking. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. (laughs) This was written by Spirit. Oh, the what? horse? The cigarette the horse. brand? <laughs> the horse after it died. Spirit Spirit. Oh, my God. Uh, smoking. <laughs> so uh, Spirit writes, Daphne's Uncle John, a movie director, offers to put the kids into his current production, The Ape Man of Forbidden Mountain. Uh, Uncle John needs all the help he can get because everyone is quitting his movie. It seems that a local legend about an ape man is coming true and is terrifying all the actors on the set. When the movie shuts down because the lead actress quits, the kids begin searching for an uh, for the ape man, causing all the havoc on the set. I guess we should explain who the kids are. Well, yeah, you get the Scooby Gang, the this classic is the Scooby gang. gang. Yeah, Shaggy, Norville Rogers, full name. Okay, <laughs> Fred Jones. Daphne Blake, Velma Dinkley, and Scoobert Do. <laughs> His real name's Scoobert. Is that true? <laughs> it's Scoobert, yeah. Really? Absolutely. Oh Is that, that's I not a that name. I thought that was a joke. No, he's Scoobert. He's Scoobert Do. Here's a weird thing about Scooby Doo that's always frustrated me, right? So his name is Scooby Doo, right? Yep. And. His cousin, Scrappy-Doo, is Scrappy-Doo, okay? Yep. But his other cousin is, sh- is a, a, a Scooby Dumb. Dumb, dumb, because he's stupid. Oh, Scooby Dumb, right? Okay. But 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 how are they? Scooby Doo, Scrappy Doo, same surname. Yeah. Scooby Dumb, same first name. Difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a a weird coincidence. It's just very strange. And then there's, I think, a Scooby Dame or something. There's a a lady Scooby Doo out there as well. Is that supposed to be a love interest for Scoobert? No. Often Scoobert is trying to um, uh, become romantically involved with poodles. If if he's ever interested romantically in a dog, it's it's what Hollywood deems the sexiest dog, the poodle. Yeah. He's a great Dane. Yeah. 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 The man knows his do. (laughs) (laughs) I got an encyclopedic do knowledge. It's true. (laughs) 
So yeah. apparently, um, it was uh, initially. Uh, oh, this is something I found interesting. I was reading about it as well. Apparently, um, the characters uh, were based on the many loves of Dobie Gillis. Oh. Uh, which um, is a show I'd never heard of. And this is from uh, the Wikipedia of the many loves of Dobie Gillis. Uh, it was a major influence on the characters of the Hanna-Barbera Saturday morning cartoon Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Which ran on the network from 69 to 70. Uh, as confirmed by series creators Joe Ruby and Ken Spears and writer Mark Evernia. E- Evernia. Mm. He's even Evernia, Evernia than you, I <laughs> guess. Uh, the four teenage lead characters of Scooby-Doo were based on the four teenage lead characters from Dobie Gillis. <laughs> Fred Jones on Dobie, Daphne Blake on Talia, Velma Dinkley on Zelda, and Shaggy Rogers on Maynard. And I wouldn't have mentioned any of this, but... It was. It's kind of interesting because Maynard was played by Bob Denver, yeah. who went on to be Gilligan from Gilligan's Island, who we did an episode on a couple wow. of weeks back. You can yeah. see the similarities there between that and Shaggy. They're, yeah, they're it's cut from the same cloth. They're both dopey. Yeah, they're both goofballs. Goofballs. Thank Shaggy you. always seems like he's wearing scraps of clothes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. His t-shirt's really unsettling. It looks really old and really uncared for. Yeah. It looks like. Um, he was asked to make a shirt and then did an outline of a shirt and someone was like, we can make that happen. <laughs> yeah, we'll sew that up, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Like, it's like when kids draw clothes and they forget to do the part from your neck to the edge of your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't do that. And also his his sleeves, his t-shirt sleeves, always remind me of like, do you remember kids in primary school that would just stretch their clothes? Like they would maybe like yeah. sit with their t-shirt over their knees or like their arms out and they would just become these big gaping sleeves. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what Shaggy's ones feel like. And you know no, he sleeps in those clothes too. Like, yeah. there's no way he doesn't. He sleeps in those. Shaggy smells the worst of all oh, of the absolutely. Scooby. Absolutely. Yeah. Including Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who just oh. smells f- like a dog, I guess. I guess so. And Fred, I always imagine smelling kind of like cleaning products, you know? Mm. Like he's like, always freshly laundered. Oh, yep. not like destruction of evidence. <laughs> <laughs> not like formaldehyde. Maybe. Well, it's, uh, it's um, look, we'll say. The original names were a lot cooler, by the way. Yeah. Maynard. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Maynard's Maynard better rules. than Shaggy. Zelda. Yeah, what? they were better. Mm. I, they, I think they went through a few different, uh, when they were pitching the show, they changed a few times, even on their own. Scooby-Doo was initially going to be called Too Much. What? What? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. The dog was going to be named Too Much. Yeah. And you're saying that like that's weird. It ended up being called Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But Scooby-Doo doesn't mean anything. Too Much means something. Apparently too it much. A, it was a popular phrase at the time. <laughs> too much. How do you th- how do you think you said it? In what context did you bust out a too much? Yeah. Um, was it if someone was like, I, I, I just can't I can't conceive of when I would use that phrase. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's like a cool. Like, oh. Like, oh, too much. Yeah, too, much. <laughs> too much. Oh, groovy. Yeah, <laughs> too much. Groovy. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that's ne- next to groovy, it good. seems okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> groovy, Let's put too it next much. to groovy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was talking about um, theories on language evolution within English and the yeah. way that we will co-opt some phrases or transform them to mean other things. Mm-hmm. And it's just... And this is just opinions. I think I'm right, though. Yeah. But, like, you, you look at um, how we used to use words and how we do now, and it's just people being like, I have my feelings, and no one will understand them unless I 
like have the words to describe how they are and my feelings are the most real thing because of course they are. They're all mm. you ever felt. And I'm not being like, everyone does this, it's me. I do this too. Mm. So you have to extrapolate and make them way too much so that everyone can see the big cloud of your feelings and be like, oh, yes, I understand this part. It's like how literally now means um, not like this literally happened, but I need you to understand that what happened to me may as well have happened literally because yeah, 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 this yeah, is yeah. how I felt it. <laughs> yeah, That seems like why too much would have yeah. been like, oh, yeah. you're too much. Too much. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, bring it back. Yeah, I think so. I'm with you. I think we bring back here. too much. I reckon this episode is going to be quoted in a Wikipedia article mm-hmm. one day as the <laughs> rebirth of too yeah. much. Too much. Oh, too much. <laughs> the, the so the ape in this uh, episode was really it's called an ape man. Uh, it's a big ape. But it's but... an it's a gorilla. It's yeah, just it's, a big silverback gorilla. But it's of size. It's larger than the the lead actress. So I assumed it was just like abnormally big and they were calling it an ape man. Right. That was my theory on what was going on. Because I think of an ape... Normal... Isn't... Traditionally, an ape man's more like a Tarzan, isn't it? Like a man brought up by apes. Yeah, that maybe is your more traditional ape man. (laughs) But see, an ape man for me is also sort of like a Sasquatch is an ape man. Right. Or or does that feel more like a man ape to us? I don't. I'm. I'm not sure. I've. I've never. I'll admit. I've never considered Tarzan as an ape man. Yeah. However, I understand that Sasquatch would be an ape man. Yeah. When I saw the the giant primate on the screen, mm. I didn't think anything of it. I was like, right, <laughs> an ape man. <laughs> yeah. You're affording him a human level of intelligence. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, what I think is hilarious about the ape man in this is that it, it looks like the costume. The costumed ape man from the movie, the ape man of Curse Mountain or whatever, yeah. and of Forbidden Mountain, and the ape man that they're like the monster look identical. Yeah. Very much so. So is everyone... What? what? I'm assuming the special effects were too much. <laughs> yeah. How good... Too I mean, much. how good is that mask? I know. <laughs> you know, you put it on and you become a like a full animatronic ape it's man incredible. in 1969. <laughs> <laughs> Poorly animated, sure, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, they make great sounds and. Hey, can we talk about the? Inv- can we try to figure out? Because this is, this has always baffled me about this episode. Where does it take place? Because it's just weird, misty green mountains yeah. everywhere. There's not much setup to this. Isn't it they're on straight a set? In. They're just yeah, but but also I think it's a, like a like an area because they're on a mansion. The original film was filmed on. Right. Um, no, yeah. I thought it was. Hang on. Yeah. The original Legend of the Ape Man. It was there was a mansion where the ape man lived or something. Oh. Because they were like, yeah, this is where the ape man lived. And then all the actors were like, no, I'm not shooting where the ape man actually lived. Yeah, that's a good point. And then th- then later they're like, we'll go into the mansion. Wait, wasn't this where the original <laughs> ape man <laughs> Yeah, this set is built on the ruins of the old mansion. Oh. So, that, so the ape man lived in an old mansion but is more ape than man but was also clearly at one point probably a man because apes can't own property. Yeah. <laughs> the takeaway here. Yeah, so I guess... It's a bit vague. Yeah, it's I, I can't see the ape man in this episode sitting down with a real estate no. agent and nothing out of contract, you know? <laughs> exactly. Maybe they just, maybe just inherited it from something. Oh, true, from something. Maybe from, they were like... Some people will leave it, uh, the house to a cat. Yeah. 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 Okay. They just owned an abnormally large ape and <laughs> yeah, they maybe. were like, give it to him. Maybe from working his great, great ape uncle or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Some Jackson Bailey type owned a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> owned a mansion and a big ape and left it all to the big ape. That's okay. what the will says. Well, that makes sense to me now. Yeah. now Good, I, I'm glad. I can get around it. 
Um, and yeah, so pretty much the whole episode is them trying to figure out who this ape ape man is, right? Or yeah. they're trying to capture him. Mm. It's a classic Scooby Doo setup. Problem arises, overtly supernatural, ostensibly supernatural. Fred Jones is like, let's do it. Nobody else wants to, but he's in charge. <laughs> they hang around for a bit and don't really do anything to capture the ape, but then capture the ape, right. and it's just someone. They chase it, then they run away, yeah. and then chase it. Hijinks yeah. happen. They set up a trap. Well, they try to. Yeah, they they fail. Yeah, but they did no, something. No, they set they set up the trap. That's yeah. true. They just don't execute the <laughs> yeah. trap. They do their best. Because Velma's glasses got foggy. Yeah. Ah, oh. uh, Velma, get contact. Come on. <laughs> hey, is it just me or in this episode does it seem like everyone's a bit mad at Scooby Doo? Like before the episode oh. began. There was a fight, and now I don't know. It just always feels like they're real rude to him throughout it. <laughs> is he also normally so brave? No, it's weird. He it's really takes out of on the yeah. early on the ape man. He punches it in the face multiple yeah. times. Yeah, and then he kicks it. He yeah. runs on that. They're like, oh, the rope bridge that has no rope on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's he a runs out. Bridge. Yeah, he and cut... like protects the woman. Yeah, which is just very uncharacteristic of Scooby Doo. At, so early on, we see the actor playing the ape man in the film um, has been trapped in a trunk mm. of a car. Yeah, yeah. Carl the stuntman. Carl the stuntman. He's man. in. He's in like a box, like a like a crate, like a, a trunk. Yeah. Oh, so he's in a trunk. I, sh- I yeah. They didn't have cars in 1969. <laughs> Come on, about. man. Lunatic. I so. like in that scene, Scooby Doo knocks on the the trunk that he's in, and he does like the shave and a haircut. No legs or whatever. What <laughs> is that? Th- is that what that what? rhythm sounds like? Shave and a haircut. Dun, dun. I forget what the next bit is. It's not no legs, but I'm... it's something like no, it might be no legs. <laughs> what is that tune? I oh, know the tune, Shave but what's and that song? You go, bah, 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 bah. It's what's... because back in the day, every barber was also a surgeon. Oh. And so I don't know how that relates to the knocking. Shave and a haircut. Cut. No legs. And when you say no legs, that's you getting an amputation. <laughs> yes. A double double leg. Why do they need to sing about it? I don't know. And that's why this is Probably not true, but maybe the you know the candy cane thing above yeah. Barber. I think that's blood and hair. Like it's meant really? to rap. Maybe I thought no. I've heard that as well. The red one represents blood. Yeah, but is that because they'll shave? They might nick you while well, shaving. I know it's or... the surgery. Yeah, right? they'll perform surgery on you if you want. Is this this isn't true? Is no, it? it's true. This is not barbers back in the day would also perform surgery. What if kind you of surgery? Whatever you want, man. You were trained in sharps. <laughs> yeah, you got a scissors. You got a thing that needs to be chopped. I'll I'll goddamn do it. Good this lord. Thing. This man in town has the sharpest knives. <laughs> there are two things we will go to this man for. Well, maybe, maybe it was less, you know, less deep than that. It was like, you need something cut off of your body, that's where you go. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. That's the place for it. They didn't think to separate hair and limbs. <laughs> well, that sounds like, does sound like this is from, there's an abc.net.au article yeah. um, titled When Barbers Were Surgeons and Surgeons Were Barbers. Can you Google shave and a haircut and uh, find out what the next bit is? No Lex. Shave and a haircut. No Lex. It can't be right. But maybe. But Scooby-Doo does that to the crate. He does the shave and a haircut bit. But oh, then yes. the stuntman in the crate knocks two back bits. two bits. I guess that's the price, probably. Ah, that's fair. No Lex. <laughs> oh, right. I just pulled that out of nowhere. <laughs> but it's funny that that guy does it back. If I was trapped in a trunk, I wouldn't be like, oh, we're doing the song? Cool. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he, does he, maybe I miswatched. Like yeah. He leans on it and then the 
crate starts tapping and then it's like, whoa, and then he does yeah, the tap thing. Yeah. And then the guy does it back. Yeah, and then so that makes more sense. It's yeah, weird it proves that, that they're friendly, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like, oh yes, this here box. <laughs> ev- evil people would not know to no. pretend to be friendly to be let out of a box. Well, That's maybe true. a monster might not. It proves okay. they're intelligent. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is just. Well, that, what, you want an intelligent evil person <laughs> out of the box? I prefer an idiot. <laughs> but at at this stage in the episode, they're looking for Carl the stuntman. That's true. Right. right okay. And yeah. Also, maybe Scooby Doo was brave because he did something horrible yeah. before the mission started. Everyone was a bit angry at him, and then so when things started going south, he's like, "God, I gotta redeem myself." <laughs> yeah. A mix of I have to get back on top, and I'm... also I don't want to be with these people right now. And maybe right. any excuse is a good maybe excuse. Fighting an eight man because there's. It's like that scene, I think it's the shave and a haircut two bits bit where he's like, and Velma's like, not another one of your, like, not another one of your acts, Scooby-Doo, or something like that. She just sounds so pissed off with him. Like, I don't know what happened before this episode, but yeah, maybe that does explain the bravery. Is it is there uh, characteristics? Normally you've got, you know, like Ninja Turtles, you've got Leonardo as mm. the leader. You've got Raphael's the yeah, cool, yeah. Uh, cool but rude. Michael yeah. Andrews' party dude. And Donatello. Well, does that's cheating. Computers. There is a song for yeah, that. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> Do the Scooby Gang have similar traits? Uh, you've got um, <laughs> the leader, I guess, is Leonardo, is Freddy. Fred. Then Velma is, I guess, um, Donatello. Donatello the does, smart mach- one. does machines. Then, <laughs> then you've got your Mikey and Shaggy, I suppose. Yeah. Dudes, and yeah. then I suppose that just leaves um, Daphne for. Oh God! What's the last Ninja Turtle? Is that cool but rude? Uh yeah, Raphael. Raphael. Yeah, it doesn't really that work. Doesn't, up, does doesn't it? really follow through. There's not really a cool but rude one, is there? No, maybe that's Scooby. I don't know. He's not really. Well, he is... can be rude. So what is Daphne? What is her? Character? She's just there. Every incarnation of Scooby Doo tries to figure out what to do with Daphne, and nobody knows. In this episode, this episode, in this episode, it is her uncle, and also. She makes a couple of mistakes. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, okay. she's annoying and unlucky. I they're guess. like, they're like, Daphne, hit the lights, and there's like nine switches, and she is also thinking, well, I've also never been to this movie set. Um, she's like, I'll guess, and she hits the wrong one because it's a one in nine chance. Yeah. Also, they're like, hey, can you turn on the upper light switches on the stairs? And they're all unmarked. They're so unfair to Daphne. They set her up to fall. They keep negging Daphne so that she never learns to speak out. She pushes the button that turns the stairs into a slide, though, and that does come in handy later. It does come in handy later, but she doesn't do it later. And they get annoyed. They use that opportunity to be like, Daphne, wrong switch. Like She's going to be like, wait, that wasn't right? (laughs) We didn't want to bring the monster back to us. Sorry. I always love, I forget what episode it is. It's one of the original series where they're looking for clues and Daphne just picks up a vase and she's like, is this a clue? Just <laughs> <laughs> great. If I was going to characterize Daphne, they don't really have like a like a hilarious, lovable, dumb character. Right. You'd think that's Shaggy, but Shaggy's just annoying. You know yeah. what I mean? He's more like a, like a wastoid. He's not like an idiot. Yeah. But if Daphne was our lovable fool, yeah. I think that there's room for that in the Scooby gang. Is she know? with Freddy or It's unclear. Right. Occasionally, okay. yes, some of the Scooby Doo movies do end with the implication that they'll fall in love. And Mystery Inc., the third most recent incarnation of Scooby Doo, oh, yeah. they are together for a bit, but Fred's love of traps as in <laughs> building them, it separates them. Oh, okay. okay. He doesn't know how to be romantic. 
What about in the Sarah Michelle Gellar film? I was she actually thinking winds that's up with Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Did, she, did she marry him? Yeah, they're together. IRL. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's exciting. They met on the set in Sydney, right? Mm. Wow. The city of love. <laughs> <laughs> I, it... Sorry, yes, go on. Oh, no, I was going to go somewhere else. I was going to go somewhere else. Well, that's let's exciting. see where you go. Let's All see right. where it goes with this. I forgot this show had a laugh track. Yeah. Yes, that was so unsettling. And also, I so wanted to, after watching it, I was like, I want to go back through the episode because... As you're watching it, you forget it has a laugh track because modern shows, if they have a laugh track, it's just every it's single joke. It's consistent, right? It's consistent. This one is like, it's not a funny show, but there are jokes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so every now and then, the one that really stuck out was when Scooby jumps into Velma's arms and then she's like, you're fogging up my glasses. And then they're like, laugh track. <laughs> Here's the comedy. Don't yeah. even stress. It's not, is that... Is I mean, that a joke? That's the thing. It's it's so it's so on the cusp. I I think yeah. what they were trying to do was to be like, we're gonna laugh at this because things are about to go wrong, but we're gonna lighten it. Uh, there yeah. are so many other things that, that makes happen. Sense. There are so many other things that happen that could like if you, if that's your bar. Yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Get them over. You yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time there was a laugh track, you're like, oh, right. I oh. would love to go back through and track what they think are jokes. Uh, what is, yeah, have they decided is funny? Because you don't get the sense that an audience has watched this and they've no. recorded the reaction. Not in a million no. years. This oh, is they've God, deliberately no. put in laughs at these points. The funny parts of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? are not the jokes in <laughs> Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? They're the weird, stilted conversations <laughs> and the terrible animation. Yeah. That's what makes it good. The strange dialogue, like when Scooby slides down the stairs and he's like, Riding and Shaggy's like, you love sliding. <laughs> Who wrote that? <laughs> Who thought that That's was anything? <laughs> there's a scene. There's a scene where the the ape man is like on a dolly thing. I'm like, I think they just couldn't be bothered animating the ape man yes. walking, <laughs> so they put him on like a, a wheels. <laughs> is that the one That's where Shaggy smart. breaks? He tears yeah. the ape man, it, which yeah. looks really unsettling. <laughs> and then Velma's like, it's stuffed, and he's like, it's stuffed, and then it, it, there's a laugh track. <laughs> What what a, well, don't think for a second that it fooled me. Yeah. <laughs> Standing in the corpse of something. <laughs> oh, bravo. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What did you think of the the scene, um, which I've read a few fans online have said called a highlight of the episode, um, (laughs) where Shaggy, they were in the library room, and uh, he found a what he thought was a mirror. Mm. Oh, Scooby. Uh, oh, through, yes. A Scooby, sorry. I do, I, for some reason, I can't. I, I interchange their names. Um, Scooby uh, looks at this mirror, and on the other side, the ape man is pretending to be Scooby because he's got a, a Scooby-Doo mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ready to go. <laughs> Down to the, the collar. The, the, it's intense. I have a, a weird story about this. Okay. Okay, so back way, way, way back in the day, I had this very unpopular blog called Mockery Machine where I would go through the... I just went through the first two seasons of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? And I would kind of... It was like this weird... Can I just say, it is... Total coincidence. I had no idea about this when I asked you to be on this episode. It's just like, it's just my, everybody's like, oh, I'm a Star Wars kid. 
oh, I'm a Marvel guy. No, I'm a Scooby-Doo guy. Wow. But it was very ter- terribly unpopular, and I'm not proud of it, and it doesn't represent me now. But there was nobody liked it. Except for one guy. Now, I was not kind to Scooby-Doo, where are you? Because I love it because it's atrocious. Right. And I would make all these jokes at its expense. But there was one guy that I guess never got that because he loved Scooby-Doo. And I mean loved Scooby-Doo. And he would send me these paragraphs in the comments about the episodes I was reviewing. And when I did the Don't Ape the Ape Man, whenever I ape the ape man, he was like, yes, I love this episode because of the super realistic Scooby mask. I purchased one myself. <laughs> and then he sent me a photo of that mask, but made of like a like an unpleasantly realistic <laughs> latex. Like a realistic, like, hang on, not like dog fur, like a No, dog, but like as in it was like clearly a... custom made yeah. based off the mask in this episode <laughs> oh that he possessed and sent me a photo of Amazing. because he was so proud of it. Because I, I was thinking it was unrealistic that there'd be a Scooby mask on hand there for the ape man, but now, yeah, there it now is. I think maybe... But I don't know if this guy, like, it feels like it would have had to be custom made because I don't, it was too obviously based on this. It was very unsettling. <laughs> that guy never really got what I was going for, but he was the only guy that commented, so. Yeah, so you both appreciated each other, <laughs> yeah. I imagine. Yeah. Man. Sometimes anyway, art is in up. the reaction. Yeah, exactly. That's so yeah. true. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> hey, thank you. Uh, this is the uh, paragraph I uh, was referring to before about how they had to rework it um, in the pitch stage. Yeah. And it's from the IMDb trivia page, which is probably my favorite area of the internet. <laughs> uh, and it says, under the title of, this is the original title of the series, Who's Scared? <laughs> which is, how do you pronounce it? Because it's, ri- it's spelled W dash W H O. Apostrophe S. Wahoos. I guess. And then S dash S dash scared. I guess that one makes scared. Yeah. Wahoos scared. So that's how they originally pitched it. Um, and it was rejected by CBS. Rightfully so. Who thought the presentation artwork was too frightening for children and that the show must be the same. CBS executive Fred Silverman was listening to Frank Sinatra's Strangers in the Night with the scattered lyric, Dooby Dooby Doo, <laughs> on the flight to that ill-fated meeting. After the show was originally rejected, a number of changes were made. The Hanna-Barbera staff decided that the dog should be the star of the series instead of the four kids and renamed him Scooby-Doo after the Sinatra lyric. The spooky aspects of the show were toned down slightly and the comedy aspects turned up. <laughs> like bad animation. You're telling me. <laughs> and the show was re-presented, uh, accepted, and presented as the centerpiece for CBS's 1969-70 Saturday morning season. Well, that makes sense. Um, it's It's like if you've got insufficient parking, if you make the car park directory a lot easier for people to navigate and oh, you can yeah. get away with it. <laughs> You're like, oh, this shopping centre doesn't have parking. They're like, okay, well, we'll make sure that there are signs everywhere with, like, updates on where the free parks are so it's easier. Mm-hmm. They're like, cool, if it's that scary, we're going to put laugh tracks in there <laughs> so yeah. the kids know it's not all good. to cry. It's just a joke, <laughs> baby. I Take love... out the cry track, put <laughs> in the laugh track. <laughs> there was a weep track initially. <laughs> <laughs> I love how your brain works with analogies. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Parking at a supermarket. <laughs> it's 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 a system of guidance, and us as all working adults who love a bit of frivolous capitalism on the side, surely. 
Oh, big time. But hate to park. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, who's got the time? Why is everyone at the shop? No, go, go home. <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny when you're looking for a park and you just hate every... You're like, yeah. what could you possibly be doing here? Yeah. You're like, there's no reason for you to be at the store. Obviously, <laughs> I need to be at the store. I need a thing. But I cannot imagine any reason you'd be here. Oh, I get, I get so, like... There's no, there's no reason for me to be mad, but my local shopping centre, I'll go, and because I podcast for my job, I can go during the day, like during school like work hours. Yeah. And whenever the car park's full during the day, I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> no, it's not the time. Get a job. <laughs> I know, I'm like, go to work, go to school. Things that I am not at right now. <laughs> Places I will not go. <laughs> can I... Perfect sense to me. I feel like everyone should be living the normal life. Yeah, absolutely. Leave the weirdo stuff to us. <laughs> the <Please>. normal life. <laughs> yeah, the, the norm from Cheers life. Yeah. Um, can I fact check something? So at, at one sure. point they, they're looking for the ape man mm. and there's a half-eaten sandwich which has meat in it. And they, they, <laughs> the, it's suspicious because they say apes don't eat meat. Yes, yes, is I remember true? this line. No, yes. it is not. Velma is just pulling it out of nowhere. <laughs> She's supposed go- to be the smart one. Gorillas- Velma does this all the time. It's go- so frustrating. I, apes aren't necessary, but I think gorillas are. And I think she's using ape interchangeably with gorillas, which isn't quite right. So gorillas are vego. Yeah. yeah. Chimpanzees, right. though, will eat other chimpanzees. Yes. They're maniacs. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So... It's a technicality here. But there's times in this show, there's like an, an episode where they're, they're, it's like some kind of like Native American ghost and Velma picks up a tomahawk and just looks at it and she's like, wow, it's 2,000 years old. <laughs> you don't know that, Velma. Just because everyone else you're with are big idiots and are going to be like, wow. She just pulls that out of her ass. She doesn't realise the cameras are rolling. <laughs> and we're, we're going to be fact-checking later. Absolutely. <laughs> nah, she needs to get her own in. Yeah, like, She just true. has to be like, I need a win. Because <laughs> at some point, someone's going to knock the glasses off my face or breathe on them wrong, That's and I'm going to be useless. <laughs> well, I've got a fun fact about that. <gasps> oh, my God. This is also from the, the fact page, and 61 out of 61 found it interesting. <laughs> yes. Oh, I hope we made Make it 64, 65. Uh, and it says, Velma's famous line, my glasses, I can't see without them. Which I wonder, did that inspire my girl's famous line, Thomas J can't see without his glasses at maybe, the funeral? Maybe, maybe. One for the listeners. <laughs> R- please write in, uh, primatespod at gmail.com. <laughs> we got the easy bit. Uh, so that famous line was not originally scripted for the show. My glasses, I can't see without them. During a table read for the voice artist, Velma's voiceover actress, Nicole Jaffe, who was nearsighted as well, lost her glasses and uttered a variation (laughs) of what became Velma's famous catchphrase. The writers liked the line so much (laughs) that Velma losing her glasses became one of the show's trademark gags. Oh, that's insane. So it's like if we were all sitting here, Jackson's glasses fell off, and it's like, sorry, I um, I just need to grab those. I can't see. And we're like, oh. oh wait, <laughs> say that again? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Do that one more time. <laughs> oh, I can't see without my glasses. That's it. <laughs> that's the missing element. I think if we were doing this in the biopic, though, you would have said the thing you said just before that. Yeah. No, no, wait. Just after that. <laughs> what do you mean when I said, hi, how are you? No, 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 no you fool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that, I mean, what a beautiful mistake. Oh, just, Amazing. Just, just the idea of that poor woman, like, 
her glasses are out of thing or whatever. She's like, wait, I, I need my glasses to see. And everyone looking at each other, like, with childlike wonder. Like, you know when you wake up for Christmas and you see that the cookie's been bitten and you look yeah. at your sibling like, oh, my God. They burst out laughing and she's just, like, a bit shocked. Like, what? What? You would think it was a joke. Like, like yeah. you would think they were having you on. If they're yeah. like, no, Are you making put fun that on the me? show, you'd be like, why? And they'd be like, no, it's so funny. Like, this is my life you're <laughs> laughing at. I just don't get the joke. No, no, sorry. You probably don't. You're a nerd. It's funny <laughs> to people who aren't like you. <laughs> you can't see. Imagine yeah. that. Give me your glasses. I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> Where are my glasses? See? <laughs> Uh, it's going in the show. I think it was a, it was definitely a different time. This is way pre nine eleven, and humor was different <laughs> yeah, back then. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Americans and you know the the broader community of the world, uh, mm-hmm. they were ready to laugh. Vietnam had either just happened or was in the middle of yeah. happening. And <laughs> that's people, what they say people were ready to laugh at yeah. people misplacing <laughs> things. Absolutely. You know? It doesn't happen as much anymore. <laughs> we lost our innocence, yeah. and we lost our ability to laugh at misplaced <laughs> items. Yeah. Not just glasses. No, 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 it doesn't. The <laughs> glasses is their thing. Other shows of the day, you know, had similar trademark yeah. phrases. Uh, my where, shoes. Where, I can't <laughs> walk without my shoes. Where's my hat? Oh, I'm a, it's a bit glary without it. I wonder yeah. if it was all accessibility based. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the the worst primate is man. See, Evan, I think we maybe we didn't prove that the macaque was better, but I think we're proving that we're worse. No, 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 no. Well, look, the 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 proof the <laughs> we the, we moved beyond it. That's right. true. He's, At that right, time, Evan. we oh, were no. a different people. We've grown. But this yeah. isn't funny anymore. Yeah, if you watched a cartoon now, if 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 on Rick and Morty, <laughs> Rick lost his glasses and was like, where are my glasses? You would not laugh. That's not a joke. That's not. A, well, it was never a joke. Unless they That's threw the, in the laugh track, obviously. Then, then I would be like, ah, ha, 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 you're <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, and just, just the idea, like in this episode, they had to find more... Unique ways for her to lose her vision. (laughs) Like, oh, Scooby, you're fogging up my glasses. I wouldn't be surprised if there's an episode where she's like, well, I'll just check the oven and, oh, no, (laughs) my glasses, they're steamy and you know I don't have cloth. (laughs) Amazing. And that was why the trap didn't go off. Mm. Yep. She accidentally turned off the lights. Which her friend Daphne could have bloody <laughs> She knew the lights by that point. <laughs> yeah. She'd been at them long enough. These were different switches, and yeah. I will point out, though, that Velma was holding a big lever, said, my glasses are foggy. They're like, just pull the switch, and she had to reach out for a different lever <laughs> that was a body's length away from her. <laughs> oh, that rolls. Well, just... it's nice to, you know, bring her back down to earth. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm, she's floating up there above us. Yeah. Too smart. <laughs> I think she's too good for us. I've just, I've Googled uh, search terms, gorillas vegetarian. Mm. <laughs> and um, worldwildlife.org says gorillas stick to a mainly vegetarian diet, feeding on stems, bamboo, shoots, and fruits. Uh, Western lowland gorillas, however, also have an appetite for termites and ants and break open termite nests to eat the larvae. Mm. So they're mostly vegetarian. Now, I guess if if Velma thought that the ape man was a gorilla, she's not going to be like, but ape men don't eat meat except for larvae and termites. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, that might make her seem cleverer, but 
you know. Yeah. I think this was an, an example of a, a TV show featuring an ape that they didn't call it a monkey at any point. Mm, Normally true. they that's would make point, monkey yeah. jokes or monkey puns about. Yeah. And they didn't mm. do that. But it, talking about vegetarians, uh, another fun fact, only 55 out of 58 found this one interesting <laughs> on IMDb. Um, but uh, so Casey Kassem. Casey Kasem, I Casey Kasem is how some people <laughs> pronounce it when they're looking for a more accurate uh, <laughs> way of doing it. Uh, Casey Kasem became a strict vegetarian uh, during the production of the second season and he wanted his character Shaggy to follow suit. Kasem was promised by Hanna-Barbera that his character would become vegetarian from that point on. Um, and they, they, for the most part, kept their end of the bargain through the, that season. Uh, it says, as I love these sort of fact things. Yeah. As long as one assumes that in Scooby-Doo where are you haunted house hang-up 1970, Shaggy's Bologna slice <laughs> is vegetarian Bologna. <laughs> Bologna? 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 Bologna. Is that how you spell yeah, Bologna? You spell yeah. Bologna. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I edited this podcast. <laughs> that is something that I would definitely would have said. All right, I'm going to say it one more time. <laughs> That's how you spell Bologna. Yeah. Yeah. Bologna. <laughs> That's great. It's like Bologna. Do you like the confidence that I had? Yeah. Just go, oh, I reckon I'll... <laughs> I yeah, well, I got this. Because there are a lot of meats you don't know. I'm in like, life. that's la- that's lasagna with bolo at the start. <laughs> so I got this. Well, Bolo- yeah, okay. That's but fair. Where enough. are you getting the knee from? It's I N-A. don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but I, f- I feel like I've seen bologna spelled B A L O N E Y. Oh, right. Well, here. Like, but when someone's saying that's bologna? Yeah, yeah, that's- I was, I, yeah, I agree. I feel like that's bologna is B O L. Uh, yeah, like with an EY, but the food is GNA. Mm. Gna. Mm. <laughs> uh, and so he basically says, as long as you can assume that that bologna is vegetarian. Mm. Wow. Well. Uh, as he and also the the pizza he has is vegetarian safe pizza. <laughs> 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 in subsequent spin-off seasons, however, Shaggy's routinely seen snacking on non-vegetarian foods. Kasim put his foot down over the issue in 1995 after he was required to perform Shaggy's voice for a commercial advertising Burger King's Kids Club Meals, which obviously oh. were meaty meals. That's, no That's quite a conflict. Yeah. yeah, and he refused to perform the voice after that uh, until 2002 when he came back into the role in What's New Scooby-Doo? But he had the requirement that Shaggy be a strict vegetarian in that series, which he he was. And uh, Shaggy uh, says he was also um, vegetarian in the live action Scooby-Doo in 2002. Really? Yeah, I was about to say, like, I know Mary Jane, when he first meets her, like, mentions that she... Well, she she implies that she's a vegetarian because that's one of the reasons she eats Scooby snacks. Mm. Oh, Mary Jane. They're 100% vegetarian Who's... and I love them. Isla Who... Fisher. Oh, she's in the oh. 2002 movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. And Mary, obviously Mary Jane's a marijuana thing. Yep. Scooby snacks. Well, originally the 2002 live action film was like... right. There's like an R-rated cut. Really? Yeah, it was meant to be like this adult take on Scooby-Doo, but then <laughs> Warner Brothers were like, maybe let's not do that. And so that's why you can see these weird ref, like Mary uh, Jane, and there's a couple of other ones that like... I wonder right. if that would have been good or not. I reckon it would have been great. There are a couple of deleted scenes, because that was one of the first DVDs I owned, so you know you watched everything. Mm. Um, there's this really beautiful part where Sarah Michelle Gellar is talking about how she nearly cried when they watched the animation of Scooby-Doo, ne- like, eyes watering up when everyone was leaving. <laughs> she was like, no, this nearly made me cry. It was very beautiful. But um, <laughs> some of the deleted scenes, one of them was in um, when Velma's body gets taken over 
or her soul gets stolen and her body is taken over by the demon things. Yeah. Um, and she's in a change room, like, and all the girls in the change room are in their bikinis, like, doing, like, groovy dance moves. <laughs> but then when they did the test screening, they were like, why are all the women in their underwear? And they were like, oh, we have to cut that. <laughs> and there was one where Velma gets trashed and performs um, that I Love You Baby song, <laughs> which is, to date, still my favourite version of that song, <laughs> is Velma singing it. Like, she gets drunk on a piano and then the Mr Bean character looks over at, I think, Shaggy and goes, she does know, she does know those are non-alcoholic, doesn't she? And it's Classic. very funny. Classic. Mm. It's because she has a crush on one of the guys there. Uh, is that song the, the song from... Uh, Ten Things I Hate About You, that's Yes, that one. So even better than the... Man. Wow. We got to track down this deleted scene. (laughs) That sounds pretty good. (laughs) I've just found the fact about the original names when it was pitched as, who's scared? (laughs) Uh, Freddie was going to be Jeff, (laughs) later Ronnie. uh, They're all bad. Yeah, wow. Daphne was going to be Kelly. What are they thinking? (laughs) Velma was going to be Linda. So those all feel like, why did you even bother changing him? But whatever. And then Linda is the name of the woman who played her in the live action one, isn't it? Whoa. Whoa. Mm. That's Lin- cool. Were they, were they going to keep the same surnames? Jeff Jones. Oh, Jeff Jones is cool. Ronnie Jones. Ronnie Jones. That's <laughs> better. Ronnie Ron Jones. Oh, that's good. But Shaggy, so, and Scooby-Doo is going to be too much. Oh, it says, mm. as in, that's just too much. A popular catchphrase of the time. Oh, so it's, that's just <laughs> too much. That's just that's some extra much. context, yeah. No, that's good. I, I think we got it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even think that's the weirdest one. The weirdest one is Shaggy was going to be WW. No. <laughs> How slow would it be every bit of co- it, conversation they have to have? WW. WW. WW? It's one of the, cause they talk about <laughs> WWW is long. Uh, is longer, than, longer than World Wide Web. Yeah. It'd be the same. Whatever WW Wah-wah. stands for. What if it was just Wawa? Is that? Wawa. Oh, yeah. It's it's Wawa too much oh, because of the, the title. It's the two letters of the Wah- title. Wah-wah. Ah. Evan. But it's a silent W. You're, you're the Fred of this Scooby <laughs> gang. Yeah. Wawa. I think I'm the dumb one. Because uh. I can't ever remember her name. Daphne or Velma? Daphne. Daphne. <laughs> no, no, but you do confidently state facts. Yeah, okay. that's true. Velma. I'm a little mix of the two. <laughs> I do say, I do say on stand up sometimes that I'm a, I'm, I'm the love child of Shaggy and Velma. Mm? <laughs> I look like I am, which I don't think is true at all. But people laugh occasionally, <laughs> so it stays in. Yeah. <laughs> the um. I'm sure the listeners are wondering what what the solution to this mystery yeah, is. Yeah, let's let's get back to yeah. that. So, so they're hunting down this this ape man. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically a long drawn out super slow chase scene. Nearly the whole episode, <laughs> as yeah. every Scooby Doo where are you episode is. One thing that we should address in that chase scene that I always found really baffling is where Shaggy and Velma think that they're be- about to be shot. Because they can hear someone saying, stick them up, stick them up. <laughs> and then they're like, what is it? And then they realize it's a parrot. Yeah. And they take the sheet off the top of the parrot's cage. And the parrot is like this weird prehistoric bird. Yeah, because its beak and its head is all the same. It's like one solid bit of bone. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like that, oh, that that annoyed me a little bit. Then I was like, that's how they're drawing everyone's faces anyway. No, that's like, true. Like the beak was... The entire head. Mm, but mm. Shaggy's beard is sometimes his skin, and <laughs> yeah. no one has the whites of their eyes. <laughs> yeah, right. That's very true. Yeah. It's lazy just... animation. 
But well, it's crazy that that bird remained in this mansion. What was it for? It yeah. must be sick. With a know? sheet over it as well. Doesn't yeah. need feeding. Doesn't he know it's nighttime? And it, it all it's all it says is stick him up. And if it's a parrot, that means that it's heard. Maybe it was like on a set of a crime film or yeah. something. You know, it's a baffling moment in a baffling. That episode. is a weird thing to put in the script, isn't it? Yeah, and like, yeah, I always think that whenever I'm like watching an episode of Scooby Doo, where are you? I'm like, this is a, like someone wrote this. Yeah, someone had to be like, okay, ape monster, okay, and then solution to who ape monster is, and we need stuff in the middle. And someone's like, what if Shaggy and Velma think they're about to be shot, and then it's a parrot, and someone's <laughs> like, great. Write it in. Chuck it in. That's a scene. That's that's two minutes. We're yeah. good. And I think there's a moment where they're like, oh, Scooby, quit playing around. Mm. Or maybe it was Shaggy. Mm. But then there's another moment where they've revealed the parrot. And I think Sco- or Scooby's going to the parrot. And then it just cuts to Shaggy and Velma standing there with their hands. And they, <laughs> they're surrendering. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what just a, a two-second shot of them surrendering, being like, what's happening? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> so yeah, that's part of the the chase. Yeah, and that goes on until eventually Shaggy, for some reason, sees the ape man without his mask in a mirror. Yeah, like, oh no, they find a secret pathway which leads out. Yeah, they're in. I think the changing room of the um the the, the actors on set. Or yes. whatever. and we can see clearly in this mirror that it's the back of a bald man's. Mm-hmm. Head and, the and like, other... unless Carl, <laughs> another bald man in an ape costume, is one of many <laughs> bald men in, in ape costumes, <laughs> then I have a funny feeling. I think I know where this is Might going. Solve this mystery. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they find an instant camera and they just start taking photos. Yeah, Shaggy's running around with a camera. Is that scene? That scene feels like product placement, right? He's like, <laughs> it's one of those old Jiffy cameras. It can take any. Like, it develops a shot in an hour. You're like. Okay, Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> they just needed that. It's like a plot device, right? Yeah. They also, they also don't am- animate it properly because mm. he takes the photos and they don't actually come out because I think he, I think he says a minute. Yeah. So it's like the instant cameras, but nothing comes out when he takes the photos. <laughs> right. So clearly they don't, they've not actually had any physical experience. I was trying to figure <laughs> that out. Do they get sent to the, <laughs> yeah. the chemist or something? What, ha- what yeah. happens to you? Um, so then he gets that photo and then they they crack the case mm-hmm. wide open. Yeah, do they do an unma- they a, a classic unmasking? Yeah, I think there's a classic unmasking where they're like, it's Carl. He wanted to sabotage the film because he didn't get the lead, which is crazy because I just don't think that's how films work. Yeah, what did know? he think was going to happen as well? Like, you he, go... he sabotaged the film and then he's the last one there. And yeah, they go, they're All like, right. well... We're just going to make us a one-man film, which kind of makes you the lead. (laughs) Bizarre. I guess if he went in and he auditioned for the lead, uh, because, I mean, what a prestigious role, the lead in Ape Man of Forbidden Mountain. And then they're like, oh, you're not great for the lead, but you know who you would be good for? (laughs) Put this mask on. Ape Man, which is funny as well, because he's a stuntman, not an actor. Yeah. (laughs) That's the game Andy Serkis who I know is beloved on this show, oh, yeah. in Planet of the Apes or something, was like, no, I don't want to be an ape. <laughs> I'm, I'm not here for an ape. I want to be just one of the guys. Yeah. And they're like, Andy. <laughs> can, we, can we get a human character in this gang of apes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll play him. Uh, yeah, Andy, come on, man. But that, it means like right at the start in that when they're shooting the scene and this all kicks off, right? Mm. And the, he's behaving weirdly. Yeah. He's not obeying the director's direction. And and Max, the director, says, that's not my stuntman. Like, they've just jumped to this conclusion that it's not like the stuntman's being weird. It must be <laughs> the actual an ape man. man. <laughs> but he's also he's wearing the same costume. Yeah. yeah. He's exactly the same costume. I, 
It's yeah, there were clues early, yeah. not for us watching. <laughs> we took their word for it, but it, the director really should have caught on to this. Up until you realise it's Carl, you're like, I guess it's just that they couldn't animate the costume and the ape man costume differently enough. Right. But no, you're right. They're the exact same <laughs> costume. Also, the lines just before that, where they're trying to lead you into thinking that it's an ape monster, th- like a real ape man, where they're saying, he could be for real. This is even better than the rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it wouldn't have been. It's the same <laughs> costume. It's the could, same man. Is he just doing a better <laughs> impression of, a, of an ape? Yeah, I know. Is that like, would that be better? <laughs> are, are real ape men good actors? <laughs> Surely the actor would have done a better take than a real ape <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the implication that was that he was toning it down in rehearsal and was <laughs> just, right. you know, I'll oh, do it on the yeah. day. Yeah. But <laughs> how how... That's so sad because it's like, oh, we'll cast him. And it's like, oh, you know, he's all right. He, yeah. he would have been so good. Maybe if you put in his effort, he would have yeah. got cast yeah. as Absolutely. the lead role of Cindy. Yeah, yeah, Once the yeah. adrenaline was point. running. And what, before we get to the end, can we, what the hell was the plot of this movie? All we see, <laughs> woman cross rope bridge, yep. ape at one end. Ape tries to get woman off rope bridge, but that's not what he's meant to do. Yeah, He's like, oh, oh no, yeah. he's, that's not in the script. Yeah, what, What's what in the script? <laughs> Is the ape like, come across the bridge, Cindy? I don't know. Yeah, yeah right. maybe it's a love story. Yeah, we can't tell. They do make a King Kong reference later on. Okay. So maybe it's... Nebulous King Kong. <laughs> right. There were a lot of in the like after King Kong came out, there were like a whole bunch of King Kong ripoffs. Maybe this was going to be one of them. Were they going to use scaling or something to make him to make him <laughs> seem? Is he going to stand in the foreground of all the shots? Because he was just like a normal Maybe. sized ape. Also, what an atrocious shot on an angle <laughs> of a bridge. Eight men really far away. Girl in middle of bridge. Wow. What I- a film. <laughs> I didn't see a camera at any point during this episode. <laughs> that's true. I'm just realising. Yeah, that's uh, so weird. Every time I watch a Scooby-Doo episode, I wish I had, like, the skills to go in. You know, like, in early adult swim where they would take the frames of, like, cartoons like this mm. and reanimate them? That's just so funny for him to be like, we're filming it, and to zoom out to obviously no camera, yeah. hands on hips, long, <laughs> awkward pause. <laughs> the, what a show. The episode kind of finishes with a bit of a joke where um, Shaggy and Scooby are sitting by the fire mm-hmm. and uh, one's wearing an ape, the ape mask, uh, and that one takes off the ape mask and it turns out it's Scooby. Whoa. Wait, hang on, two Scoobies? <laughs> what's going on? How could we possibly... I mean, there was that Scooby-Doo mask from earlier. I don't know yeah. what that's going to have to do with Oh, it was it was that. It was just I'm a massive fan of Shaggy's thing. line here. It's the most human natural dialogue anyone's ever said, where he's like, It's just me wearing the realistic Scooby mask from earlier. <laughs> Funny fact, that wasn't actually in the script. <laughs> All ad libbed. <laughs> But that's funny as well because nobody saw the realistic Scooby mask but Scooby. So there's a scene missing yeah. where Scooby's like, Rorolio, the rape man had a, a <laughs> realistic ruby mask. And then I roar my red. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> cool, Scooby. Scooby likes sliding. <laughs> what? When, what, why did, in that mirror scene as well, the, it was a very realistic mask, but mm. you could also see the ape man's shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's pretty clear that it was... Not yeah. It was dog. the ape man they were looking for. Yeah, it's not like they they went. Oh well, <laughs> my brain's gonna forget about that because why would there be an ape man? That's yeah. a trick of the mind. We're looking for an ape man. But specifically, this is 
after Scooby has gone across the bridge and everyone's like, oh, fine, Scooby. He's like, that was scary. The ape man's scary. Forget the fact that I fought the ape man. They're like, cool, we'll find the ape man. And Scooby's like, I would really rather not find the ape man. I'm very scared of the ape man. And then he goes into the mirror and sees the ape man and just hides and is trying to tell everyone. They're like, what are you doing? It's a mirror. <laughs> Although the the... Because all of the, you know, natural yeah. human dialogue yeah, yeah. throughout the entire show, um, a lot of it is very like, oh, here is a fact, and let's just reiterate the fact and discuss the fact, we know a fact. <laughs> yeah. And then having, and it's not subtle at all, and then they have that part where the ape man goes across and Scooby-Doo notices that his tail isn't reflected and he's like, there's a clue. Yeah. And it's the most subtle thing in the entire episode <laughs> to be like, his tail is missing. Because yeah. there's such a dis- suspension of disbelief for the ape costume yeah. for everyone else. Because everyone's yeah. like, oh, yeah, Scooby, there's your face in the mirror. Why would we need to discuss this further? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a show. Also, just the fact that at the end he was like, oh, it's the mask from before, that is what made me suspend my disbelief. I'm like, wait, wait, that wasn't just the throwaway part. Like, if it was a throwaway part, they're like, oh, you know, it's yeah, the makeup yeah. department or something. It's mm. like, no, he, he made one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. He knew Scooby-Doo was coming, I guess, and created a mask. <laughs> Incredible. I, yeah. I You know, I'm starting to think this... This show's a bit silly. Yeah, you hmm. might be right. You might be on the money there. How, if you were going to give it a score, a banana score out of out of bananas, how big is the bunch and how many bananas would you give the movie? Or show, TV show. Episode. Episode, thank you. <laughs> there are far better episodes of Scooby-Doo Where Are You in the original season. Yeah. It's probably one of the weaker ones. Maybe I'll give it like a like an overripe little bunch. A little bunch yeah, of a, like lady a, fingers. Yeah, overripe lady fingers. That's this episode. <laughs> How about you, Kath? I'm going to go four bananas, perfect for banana bread. Like oh, they're at the banana bread oh, stage right. or inserting into a yonana. Oh, okay. um, oh what's a, that's a yoga fires bananas, is it? It makes them into ice cream. Wow. I mean, without any of the ice cream. It's meant to be a healthier. You put like frozen berries and fruit and stuff and frozen bananas into the machine and it like churns mm. them up and spits out like a soft serve made of banana. Yum. That sounds great. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> when I was younger I was um I used to be like a demo um girl in um in like why good stores <laughs> and um I had someone come up and be like, Oh, would you like to like you're you're really good and they tried to poach me for Yonana and because I was <laughs> I, I was young, I was like, Oh yeah, thanks. I'll you know, I'll, I'll have a think about it. But in my heart I was like, I couldn't do it. I don't like bananas. <laughs> and I was like, how could I ever sell a product I didn't truly believe in? <laughs> and I didn't take the job. Oh that oh, rules so hard. I cash. didn't want oh, to lie. So good. Have you have you sort of stuck with that? You know, throughout your whole career? Yeah. Thank God it's worked. Thank God I've had at least the option of doing that. I can't believe how lucky I am. That's amazing. How about you, Ev? How many bananas do you give? Uh, Three out of six. Okay. Uh Bananas. 50% good. 50%. I enjoyed it. It was a nostalgia trip for me. Yeah. Um, But it wasn't very good. Right. It was so fun, though, and I think it's one of those things where... Um, because media has changed so much, the way TV shows are structured, the way that natural human dialogue has <laughs> transformed over the years, um, I feel that a lot more t- a lot more TV shows are things they put a lot more trust in their audience. I feel like it's really obvious these days if you're watching a TV show where they do not put trust in the audience to figure mm, some stuff yeah, out, yeah. it's really jarring. Um, 
So watching something that is before, you know, pre 9 11 and really different and really structured really differently, it's a really cool experience to watch and to understand because it's so vastly different the ways that um, media has changed and changes the way the audiences have changed because you make it for the audience. I definitely recommend watching it. Did you, you, one of my favorite things you've brought to my attention is gentle energy. Did you feel any in this episode? Um, not specifically everyone i feel like everyone has pretty calm energy like even when it's stressful everyone you you know they're going to be okay there's you, you is never... that the same as bde big dick energy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no okay calm energy and big dick energy cde if you have calm dick energy, calm dick energy. <laughs> very possible it's a very flaccid episode <laughs> flaccid dick energy <laughs> No, you, there's, you never have a, an overall fear that things are going to go wrong for the gang. I feel like they all genuinely care about each other, so it's similar to gentle energy, but they mm. are rude. Right. <laughs> yes. They it's can true. be rude to each other. Yeah, yeah. Is Fred that rude? Hey, Fred's just a strange guy. Right. I always love, I think it's the episode minor 49, or possibly episode 6 of the original series. <laughs> he knows his dudes. <laughs> I know my do. Where they're, they're driving along in a, a spooky abandoned mining town. And they're they're just like driving really slowly down a street, and then the camera shows like a building that's quite abandoned, and one of the doors falls off the building with a big crash, and Shaggy's like, ah! and Fred just stops the car, and he's like, let's get out, and you can just <laughs> tell that it's it's because Shaggy's so afraid, right? You know? <laughs> he's almost like a like a a dete- metal detective for, yeah, for spooks. For sure. He sure is. Nobody yeah. else ever, maybe other than Velma, seems like they want to investigate stuff. But Fred, he's Gun rock ho. hard in his dungarees, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I I think I'm similar to Evan. I thought it was sort of fun, but it was it was kind of a hard twenty minutes mm. to get through somehow. But there's fun things about it. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was. I enjoyed it on some level. About, uh, about That's all you can ask. That four, four pretty ripe, like maybe slightly overripe out of out of six okay. bananas. Okay. Um, Castle. Last time Jackson was on, he mentioned. I think it was about oh, yeah. you. He he said next time Castle's on, you got to ask her about a ghost story she has. About your your ch- childhood friend oh, that yeah. was definitely a ghost. Oh, my ghost story. I'm I'm so sorry to report it has nothing to do with primates, aside from the primate of human and yeah. the ghost thereof. The best one. <laughs> I had I had a friend in kindy called Tim, and Tim um, dressed like a twenties cricketer and had like a big scar on his cheek, and I <laughs> used to and we like hung out and stuff, and um, I remember telling my mum about it and being like, oh, I really want a big scar on my cheek. She's like, why would you want that? I'm like, because it looks cool. And then years later, like I was an adult, I was like, oh, yeah, my friend Tim that I had when I was young, he dressed like a 20s cricketer. Mum's like, no, you didn't have a friend called Tim. I'm like, yeah, like my friend Tim, he had a big scar on his cheek. She's like, no. I'm like, you know how I wanted a scar on my cheek? And she's like, yeah, I remember you wanting a scar on your cheek. I don't remember this friend. I'm like, but we hung out. And we ended up going through old boxes and finding all my kindy photos, and he wasn't in any of them, Ooh. and he wasn't in the absent kids ones either. <laughs> and then oh. we we did an episode of Jackson Bailey Spooks America, um, one of our Sans Pants shows, <laughs> and we all talked about our own personal like spooky stories, and then we went into it a bit, and people started asking questions, and they're like, "Well, how old did he look?" And I'm like, "Oh, maybe a bit older than me actually, because he was quite you know kids generally are like." 
they're not skinny. He was a bit thinner than you would expect a kid who's like five. I mean, right. he could have he could have just been a, a thin kid. Like bodies are different. But I'm like, oh, he did look a bit thinner. And they're like, okay, tell me about the scar. And I realized it wasn't healed. <laughs> like oh. it was, it was, it was, oh, it wasn't. Gash. You know how scars go a bit purple or pink when they're healed. It didn't look like that. It wasn't bleeding or anything. It just wasn't a healed scar. <laughs> right. And how long? How how long was this friendship where the scar didn't heal? I don't know. I <laughs> just only... permanently open wound. See, that, that's the thing. Like it, I was a kid, and it was so many years ago, and it was you know I moved states and everything, so it could just be my kid brain remembering one day really vividly. But I don't remember him without the scar. Have you? looked into cricketer Tims who died from a face wound in the area? No, well, it wouldn't have killed him. It yeah. wasn't. It was from, like, his temple to his, like, bottom of his jaw. But it... So he could have been alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's it, a chance. There was, there was nothing surprising. I didn't look at my friend and think, this looks like a dead boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it I... just later I tried to tell my family about it. They were like, there was no boy. <laughs> like, but... I think in the episode you said that you remembered him... <laughs> Mostly from kindy, yeah? Yeah. Which makes... I would love to go to the kindy and see if any of the kids had a friend that was also a cricketer of the same age. Like, as <laughs> yeah. if if that ghost is haunting the kindergarten. Yeah. Or if it was just specifically haunting cats. But it was just definitely a ghost. It's got to be. Yeah. I could just be... Rem- like, kids' brains are weird. And every yeah. time you me- remember a memory... You're just remembering the last time you remembered the memory, you know? That's right. Mm. Photocopy. But no one photocopy. remembers him. <laughs> <laughs> and we were friends. Well, we all now remember him. <laughs> Tim, yeah. if you are listening, yeah. um, please do get in touch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'd love we'd love to hear your story, your yeah. side of the story. He's <laughs> like, Cass, yeah, she cut me real bad. <laughs> I had to run. I couldn't I had, I had to, to leave. All evidence of my existence. <laughs> Before photo day, I had to leave town. <laughs> it was very hard for me to do it. For, but I did it. <laughs> uh, we also normally talk about how much of ourselves we see in the on-screen ape sure. or monkey, because um, Andy Matthews is some sort of scientist. He told me on episode two that chimps and humans share ninety-eight percent DNA. How much of yourselves do you see in the? Uh, I guess in Carl, <laughs> the ape yeah. man. Well, Carl, he's bitter, he's jealous, yep. you know, I, just trying to get like a, a personality profile for sure, Carl. Sure, yep. <laughs> you know, insecure. These don't seem like your kind of traits. Oh, no, no, no not much, I guess, do I see of myself in Carl. Uh, I would like to dress up like a big ape. Okay. There's, there's that element. He didn't want to do that, though. Because <laughs> he wanted to be a human That's character. That's true, yeah. I guess I see almost nothing of that. <laughs> what is the lead role? It seemed, as far as we could tell, there were two roles. One was the ape man yeah, and one the was, was the... Yeah, Cindy. Like, yeah, Cass was saying so... it, so... <laughs> yeah. Carl, I don't know. I you wanted think... to play Sid- Cindy? Um, maybe it was Candy. Maybe the actress. Oh, it was Candy. candy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he said something like, "Oh, I'm trying to shake Candy off the mm. off the bridge," which confused mm. me for half a second. <laughs> like, why is, is there slang? Candy on the bridge? <laughs> <laughs> maybe oh. you're trying to shake Candy off the bridge over there. I was like, "Oh, this is a children's slot." <laughs> <laughs> he could probably make a really realistic woman costume. That's true. Yeah. He and made the Scooby mask. Absolutely. Yeah, I reckon he was 1969's Andy Circus. Yeah, I, yeah. Th- I believe so. Yeah. Or at least in the Scooby verse. Yeah, he's the Scooby versus Andy Serkis. I think Andy Serkis could play a lead lady. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We did not put enough uh, attention on the fact. That, did You said on mic, did you, that Scooby-Doo's full name is Scoobert-Doo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scoobert-Doo. He's, he's that has blown me away. Scoobert-Doo. Is Doobie his middle name? <laughs> is he Scooby-Dooby-Doo or is oh. he just Scooby-Doo? I always thought Doobie was more of a... Um, 
a reference, but also um, <laughs> just a fun way to be like, Jackie, Jackie Jackson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because this... it, the show's called Scooby-Doo, Where mm. Are You? Mm. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Yeah. It's just the song. I think All that's because just of Frank Sinatra. Yeah. What, do you think he knows? Frank? Yeah. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, he I knows. think he knows. Think so, he knows. If you know Frank, just call him. <laughs> yeah. Just check. Yeah. Well, Tim is probably in the best position to talk <laughs> yeah. to Frank these days. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't see, I don't see a lot of myself in Carl. I mean, I'd love to, I'd love to be, uh, you know, an actor in a, in a big film production like that. Sure. sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I, I'd be happy in the. In the uh, title role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The film's ostensibly about the ape man, yeah. you know? Is this like, oh, what was that Will Smith film where he didn't go in it because he didn't think he was going to be the main character? The Matrix? No. Oh, yeah, yes. he's turned down some big ones, hasn't he? There was mm. a, oh, that, no, there was a film where he didn't think he was going to be the main character, so he turned the role down, but it was the title role. Oh, man. Right. This happened. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I cannot remember that film. I like the way this episode. This it, episode of Scooby Doo, where are you? Clearly, didn't know how to end. Right. Like they take the, they do the mask thing, and it could have ended there, but it doesn't. And then Shaggy's like, Scoop, we should be in movies. And then there's another beat, and it's like it could have ended there. Yeah. And Scooby licks his face for no reason, <laughs> and then it finally ends. <laughs> Guess also, it was just a time thing. Yeah, like yeah, gotta stretch out the that clock. last minute. Is it the Ape Man? Is the title role of the film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Carl, your motives. What more did he want? <laughs> yeah. So apparently, um, Will Smith has revealed why he famously turned down the lead role in The Matrix. It's well known that Smith was in contention to play Neo. The role went to Keanu Reeves. Uh, apparently, it remains a sore point. I was hoping that I should have read it before I started reading it. <laughs> At least skimmed it. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I probably could have done something there. Maybe, yeah. Uh, so, so he ended up doing Wild Wild West instead, by the looks of it. Yeah, it was a mistake. Oh. Is it a fun movie? It looks like a fun Wild movie. Wild Wild West. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> oh. It could be. Yeah. You've got to be in the right frame of mind for Wild Wild it's West. It's not very good. Best thing about Wild Wild West is the giant mechanical spider because that giant mechanical spider, I think the person who directed it, Yes. Tried to pitch that spider for like the previous yeah, four movies. Yeah, I watched the Kevin he did. Smith yeah. uh, talk where he talked about that, which is pretty amazing. He's it's just, an amazing story if you want to YouTube it. Wanted that mechanical spider so bad and he finally got it. Yeah. That's like, did you know that Treasure Planet was the dream of these two filmmakers and they had to make like Hercules and Beauty and the Beast? Like they were like, we want to make this treasure planet in space and Disney were like make this film first and they were like fine okay can we make treasure planet in space they were like make this film and they were like ah and they made treasure planet in space and no one really cared <laughs> so, okay. so sad yeah apparently when Will Smith was in the pitch meeting for the Matrix um, the, the was it the Wachowskis yeah. yeah they he said it turns out they were geniuses yeah but there's a fine line in a pitch meeting between genius and what I experienced in the meeting yeah I think he he said he jokingly recalled their description of the you know the iconic freeze frame yeah. jump saying huh. they pitched it like we're thinking like imagine you're in a fight you like jump imagine if you could stop jumping in the middle of the jump but then people could see around you 360 degrees while you stop jumping <laughs> we're going to invent these cameras and then people can see the whole jump when you stop in the middle of the jump so he's, like, <laughs> he's like now I know they were a genius but at the time it sounded a little, a little bit <laughs> fair, fair enough, enough Will Smith yeah. uh, look, look 
That makes sense, turning it down. Yeah. You've done a lot of films and you come in yeah. like, I don't know how this will go. I think I remember reading somewhere as well that Will Smith, because he'd just come off Men in Black and he didn't want to be the the techno right. whatever kind of guy. Right. He didn't want to get typecast. In the same interview, he also said um, that The Matrix was probably better off without him. It would have been such a different film. I know. Yeah. Such a different film. You needed Keanu's blank face. Yeah. You know, nothing really going on. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, that brings us to the Patreon shout-out section of the show. Um, people can support this show as well as Do Go On and Book Cheat at patreon.com slash pod. And one of the rewards you get uh, is I'll read out uh, your name, which, what a reward. Oh, too good. <laughs> but also, I'll share your favourite primate. Um, and, yeah, go to primate, uh, what is it, what did I say? Patreon.com slash pod. Uh, and this week, I want to thank uh, these supporters and and let us know what you think of their favourite primates. All right. Especially you, Evan, but yeah. especially you, Jackson, oh. but especially you, Cass. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Sarah Castaneda, great name, says, Very my cool. favourite primate is the Loris. It likes to move it, move it. Do I need to say more? <laughs> so uh. edit. I know it's not the same one as uh, from the movie Madagascar. <laughs> but, but it looks more like it uh, looks more like it than actual lemurs. That it has a more cartoonish eyes. Everybody gets to Googling. phones out. Yeah. <laughs> phones out. Let's look for this damn. Can you spell Loris? L O R I S. Is it like? Well, I know there's the slow. Oh Loris. yeah, yeah. Is it like that boy? Yeah, it's uh, it's in oh, the same that's word. That's cute. It does look a lot more like the lemurs. Hmm. It's sort of. It's oh in that, yeah, look at that. Yeah. I, it's in. I think it's in the lemur. It's. You know, not too far from a, the Lima family. God, it looks like it's about to cry. It does. Big <laughs> fan. Oh, yeah. Very good pick. Was it Sarah? Yes. Phenomenal pick, Weepy, Sarah. weepy creature. Oh, there's there's a... <laughs> the slow Loris has one of the... Um, if you just search the word Loris, one of the first results in the images is of a slow Loris, and it's like a, a drawing, like yeah. you put in a textbook. Oh, yeah. It looks like it's trying to offer you its food, <laughs> like it's sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Were you hungry? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it does look like it's about to cry. It does feel like this category... Uh, so there's kind of... There's the three major character uh, character categories. Uh, you've got uh, monkeys, apes, and then the adorable ones. Yeah, yeah. And this adorable bunch seems to be the one that's that uh, uh, shouted People's, out to the most. Yeah, I can imagine. I think so. People aren't threatened by the sweet monkeys. Yeah. Anyone that's too human. I, you've scared, like I'm scared of horses. <laughs> I fear horses. I understand that people would fear apes. Absolutely. <laughs> the questions on this after googling Loris: Can a slow Loris kill a human? <laughs> Probably uh, quick, not. Evan, what's the answer? We, we need to know. <laughs> I just spotted one in the corner of this oh, room. It's one of the few venomous mammals on oh. Earth. That makes some sense. Oh, is that the one that oh, uses its saliva? It spits into its its elbow yeah, or something. Yeah, I think so. Wow. And then another so question is tickling a slow loris harmful? <laughs> Weird. Slow so, loris for I really I need that answer for. quickly. <laughs> <laughs> is there a fast loris? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Oh no, mm. no, this is the one that happened a while ago so people would tickle the I remember seeing videos of this. They'd tickle the monkey like while it was on its back. Sorry, primate. And then it would lift its arms above its head and people thought they were liking the tickling, but they were trying to get to the venom sack in its oh, elbow. Oh, like, yeah. It thought yeah. it was being attacked because what other animal aside from, no, even us, uh, someone tickles your belly, you're like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do the fast twist away. Yeah. I was watching a, a video about a 
a primatologist uh, who was looking after chimps at a at a sanctuary somewhere, and he was saying he that's part of the process. He tickles the young chimps, and that that helps them form bonds. Oh, oh. did I, you know? Th- which sorry, is interesting. No, no, go, go, go. Lady Gaga was bitten by a slow loris. Really? She tried, and to that's use... how she got her powers. That's, that's how it happened. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. What, that's how she what? Got her powers. No, she was <laughs> she was trying to use it in a music video, and it nipped her. She's like, well, no more slow lorises for me. I think that's good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It feels like, when was that? I thought we'd, yeah, it does feel like we're pretty much This was six years this. ago. Well, oh, right. that's still, no, that's still a bit too recent. Too recent, Gaga. Come but on. I th- the world has moved a, a lot in the last six years, I reckon. Mm. With it genuinely Caring has. about things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, both it's caring so nice. about things and, and hating people who care about things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've come to a beautiful fork in the road. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Sarah, for kicking off that uh Discussion that led us to Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd also love to thank Michael Winkler, who says, I really like the white face Saki. Ooh. A, a great deal. Aside from mating for life, which is awesome, <laughs> the male looks like a grumpy older monkey who's been hit in the face with a cream pie and is extremely unhappy about it. Oh, that monkey, this ape rules. Oh, my God. Oh, Yes. Look at it. Yes. It's so grumpy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, um, yeah. these It's <laughs> livid. That's... Oh, no. Don't... Th- this is bad. The one <gasps> where it's standing is really Ooh. bad. Don't. No, that's horrible. Oh, that's so awful. That is such a good pick for favourite, though. Also, whenever they're perched on a tree, they look like a vulture who've had their oh, yeah. beak cut off. Yeah, totally. Who've oh. Amazing had looking cut off. What an interesting thing. Wow. Imagine a vulture slices its beak off. There you go. That's the white-faced wow. sake monkey. Imagine this guy a... looks like he's vomiting out something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I like, don't like that picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's a species of New World sake monkey, and they can be found in Brazil, French Guiana, <gasps> and Guyana. What a Guyana. creature. Oh, it's got such a long neck. Sorry, wow. Name. Whoa. These guys are weird. It can look behind itself almost. That rolls. It looks like a mask Look on at a this stick. Thing. Oh, my God. oh my God! It's got a squirrel tail. <laughs> this wow. is the best primate. Wow. Yeah, we found it. This Evan, is the is best this, one. Is this doing anything? This is for you? this is competing for human. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty. Its tail is huge. It's insane. Love it. Oh, wow. What a, what a beast. This is changing my world. <laughs> Michael yeah. Winkler, you've uh, you've got a you've got an all winner here. <laughs> if people are looking to Google it, uh, the images it's white. Faced Saki, Saki spelled S A K I. You'll need to. Oh, you should, yeah. Yeah, stop whatever <laughs> you're doing. <laughs> I found one of him screaming. Oh! <laughs> it looks like a Jim Henson yeah. creation. It does. Mm. Uh, I'd also love to thank Tabitha Post, who I've uh, met a few times at, at some live shows. Oh, awesome. Uh, she's from Canada, and she says, My favorite primate is the orangutan. Mm. I like them because they have kind and empathetic faces. What do they have? Uh, gen- they've got gentle energy oh, for yeah. sure. Oh. Orangutans. <laughs> yes, I've seen an orangutan many times before, but I'm still googling it. You know? Yeah, I'm googling it as well. I want to gaze upon the gentle face. It she pleases- said, "I wouldn't trust most primates, but I'd trust an orangutan." Mm. Yeah, no, they've got they've got such they have such gentle energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, it comes from I think it's in, they're they're Indonesian. Um, in Indonesian, it's orangutan, which means a forest person. Oh, well, that oh, works yeah. out so well because the final person I'm shouting out to is Jessica. And just coincidentally, this is what she wrote. 
Though I don't have a favourite primate at the moment. I mean, how, there's too many to choose. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't know about the white-faced Saki, that's yeah. fair. Uh, I would like to note that orangutan is Indonesian for forest person, with <laughs> orang oh, yeah. meaning person and utan, well, your, your yeah, pronunciation is yeah. uh, meaning forest. I believe you had this backwards in a past episode. Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> I almost definitely did. <laughs> Someone didn't do Indonesian in high school. <laughs> I did Indonesian in high school. Oh, you school. did? Okay, great. Ah, bagus. <laughs> what are the odds of bagus being Sikali. accused of that and being like, actually, <laughs> I did it for two years. Bukala buku bukamu. One of the few phrases I remember. I can't remember what it means, though. Um, hang on. So what about your book? <laughs> do, you, do you speak buku. Indonesian? I technically have a diploma in it. Okay, great. Wow. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Well, okay, I, just, I felt I, a language die inside me. It's bad. <laughs> Please give it a go. Let me embarrass myself live. Well, um, I'll be doing the same because I remember the phrase being bukala buku buku mu. Buku buku mu means my books. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Bukula. Bukula. I don't know what that is. La- Did you also do Indonesian? Yeah, till VCE, to year 12. Whoa. I did, yep. Yeah, I did it. I did it in... Year seven and eight. It's weird. We were doing it in high school because it felt like every year they kind of had to start from scratch again for all the right. kids that didn't do it the previous year. Right. Until I got to like the later years of high school where it's like, all right, we know you've been doing this for a while and we can go a little bit beyond the basics. Another phrase just came back to me, Salamat Pagi. Oh, uh, yeah. Ah, good morning. Right, great. Okay, so you know the two years wasn't wasted. That's good morning between like six and eleven. <laughs> oh right, I love specificity. Yeah, yeah. specificity Slum is good. Malam is night. Night. That's after six p.m. until six a.m. It's quite again. specific. I'm trying to find this word you're saying, I don't think it's real. Bukula. Bukula. Um, Buku means book, and then yeah. la is like an emphasis word, but um, but book. I can't find. Maybe book light is just it's just book. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. No, I'll see if I can. Let's solve this mystery. Let's do it. Bukula? <gasps> that means open your books. Bukula. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So that at the makes start sense. of the lesson, I would have heard that every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's oh, why it's stuck And with you it. probably also got things like diamla, which means short. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that rolls. And I would have replied, sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, would love to go back and take uh, language classes seriously. <laughs> I did a time for four years. I did, uh, what else? I did Mandarin for two years. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I, yeah, I just, I, I wish I could go back and uh, take, like, because yeah, I had to do all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I wasted a year on German. Mm. Not that I didn't really want to learn German. It's just that I was, I had been learning Indonesian since primary school. And was frustrated that I got moved over to German for a year. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> and then back over to him. And it's like, I just couldn't get traction. Oh, it was yeah. just frustrating because I feel like I can't. I'm not actually going to learn anything here. What a what a pointless system. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it silly? I, I guess it, I don't know what the solution is because you always have students, you know, switching mm. schools or switching classes yeah. and stuff. So you can't just assume all that prior knowledge. Like you wouldn't, no high school would assume that you would have taken it in primary school. Yeah, yeah. So unless you're doing private lessons or something that it, there's not really a good way to do it. Yeah, but so language in school is probably not the, not the best way for them <laughs> people to, do to it. learn. Maybe not. I yeah. mean, I yeah, there's some knowledge in my head, I guess, still of Indonesian, but that's because I took it in VCE. I think if I didn't take it in VCE, I wouldn't oh, yeah. have anything well, in there. I, I did it for like seven and eight. And yeah, yeah. Cool. Who knows? You did Indonesian as well. I remember All four that, of us I know. Well, it was very common in Australia. I, think, I didn't realize because that, they're yeah. a very close neighbor. I remember the ducks go quick. 
<laughs> Quick. <laughs> the South African And the go Rebek. Rebek, Rebek. And I just heard uh, last week that they're probably moving Jakarta, the capital from Jakarta. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Because it's sinking or something? (laughs) Oh, that's very sad. I I did want to ask a question because in, I think it's the first, one of the first lessons you get in Indonesian in our high school, so I want to see if it was universal to Uh all Australian high schools, is you follow a group of friends, to learn the numbers, you follow a group of friends to McDonald's, or as it's known in Indonesian, McDee's, <laughs> and one of the friends orders an excessive amount of food. And the the like the story that you read along with is like, oh, wow, satu, dua, tiga, <gasps> wow, umpat McChicken. <laughs> Did anyone else? That is that no. is in my head forever. I love McDonald's sponsoring <laughs> language yeah. language lessons. For a quick, for a brief second, I thought you were you were saying that the very first lesson in school is they're like, all right, go to McDonald's. <laughs> One of you must order too much. <laughs> yeah. Satu dua atu tiga es cream because he finishes it up with three ice creams Whoa. and then he's like, I feel sick. That's and all his friends are like, yes. <laughs> that rolls. Uh, well, thank you, Jessica, for <laughs> kicking off that Indonesian conversation. Uh, that pretty much brings us to the end of the episode. I, I would love uh, for listeners to review the show if you have a spare moment. Uh, five stars, and I'll read it out. Um, <laughs> I've only had the one since the last week's episode, and uh, that was a five-star review. It says, the greatest podcast concept of all time. Feels like it should have been an exclamation mark, just a full stop. <laughs> oh. The greatest pod, no, but that's that's maybe a bit more professional. Right, yeah. the greatest <laughs> podcast concept of all. Time. Being serious, understated. Yeah. I just write everything with exclamation marks, which is weird for a guy who never exclaims. <laughs> <anything. laughs> uh, and he goes on, or oh, named Coach Geep goes on to say, "The perfect podcast for a post 9/11 world, truly a modern classic." Yeah, Matt and Evan truly know how to bridge the primate gap in podcast culture. Wow. That's okay. gorgeous. Yeah. That's well, powerful. Thank you so much, much Coach. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, that brings us to the end of the show. Where can people find you? Uh, well, we're from Sandspants Radio. So if you go to com, you'll see all the podcasts we do. It's too many. I'm sure there'll be one there that piques your interest. <laughs> Any primate related podcasts over there? Have you uh, You've done a few yeah, Bigfoot maybe. episodes. Yeah, well, unfortunately, Jackson Bailey Spooks America, where we, we would talk about it's Bigfoot. It's a paywall. It's a, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. A, it's a, a, a Patreon or a you're making Plus exclusive show. Some sort of a living. Yeah. People will be furious. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Dip your toes in the comedic waters of Sandspants Radio, yeah. the free edition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, actually, we um, were you on the episode when I did a, a an ape special of plumbing the death plumbing Star? the death Star about superheroes. Uh, I wasn't, but that was uh, that was yeah, you and and the two Joels um, trying to replace superheroes with apes. That's our our pop culture nonsense podcast where we just say whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. lot of hypotheticals in pop culture. Yeah, it's yeah, it was the fun. worst one to describe. No, <laughs> that's my favourite one to describe. Uh, it's just so the hard to The other ones are like, oh, cool, shut up a second, is uh, banter but funny, we hope. <laughs> and why am I sad is, oh, what it sounds like. Um, <laughs> I like doing Bailey Family Circus, which is the podcast I do with my family, because once you say that, people are like, oh. <laughs> Me, my parents, and my little brother just answering people's Good. questions. And Andy Circus. And Andy circus if he wants to come along <laughs> your dad does look like you made oh, up yeah. to be older absolutely he looks like a young man with 
old person. Yeah, he's like I think he's like fifty-seven or something. He yeah, he looks good. Oh. He pulls it off. You got good genes. <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky. Uh, and Evan, people can find you on Gaming Gaming Games. Still on break, but uh, people, yeah, but they can find it. It's Gaming Game Game Gaming Game dot com. <laughs> something like that. Gamey Game <laughs> Gamey Game dot com, or just go to YouTube and, t- and search for Gamey Game. And they or even look on our uh, YouTube channel, which is probably youtube.com slash stupid, stupid old, old channel. channel. Yeah. And there's you can go back and find old sketches we've done. And we're going to be putting new stuff up on there. Yeah. This year. I was That's looking through exciting. an old thing. Oh, yeah. 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 New things. But there's there's so many, there's a lot of great old stuff on there too. Yeah, there is. Yeah. There's, I was going through an old hard drive yesterday and this is not related because this is not on the YouTube channel, but of the, of those days when we used to do sketches and you before you had a beard, it was like a different man yeah i had weird like weird bulbous hair <laughs> and like a tiny it was a weird beard look i don't know yeah, what look you strange. were going for i will i remember for a long time and you're gonna find this strange but i used to care even less about what i look like <laughs> <laughs> generally i remember just being like people be like you should and i'm like oh, who gives a fuck what does yeah, it matter yeah yeah <laughs> which is probably true yeah well yeah you're not wrong and but looking back it's like yeah you i could not have <laughs> looked more like i did not care what i looked like <laughs> Anyway, so check out some old sketches. Yes, definitely. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Now, we always finish uh, with a classic primate sign-off. Maybe our two guests here, Evan, could do it this week. Rift in the moment. I'll say thank you so much for joining us, Evan Munro-Smith. Thank no you worries. So much. Thanks for having me. Cass, thank, thank you so thank much, you Jackson. Thank you Anytime. And as we always say here on Primates Podcast... Monkey see, see? Scooby Doo. <laughs> 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 podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates i mean if you want it's up to you mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.